Yes, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Um, I welcome to Profession Confession, everybody. This is Gabe. I'm all by my lonesome. This episode, our guest this week was Cassie. We met her at Swinger Sex Fest a long time ago. So I kind of knew her going into it. So if you're wondering about, boy, boy, he's pretty relaxed um, humor about this subject matter. Um, just know, like, we did have a little bit of a rapport. Um, doesn't mean I wasn't being crass. She was a cam girl. That's why we originally had her in. She did kind of like Snapchat premium and worked in a porn shop. So I thought, oh, there's plenty of stuff for us to talk to her about. And within the interview, the conversation took a super hard turn uh, into the most difficult subject matter I've ever talked about on the show. And, you know, I had to stop the show for a moment because I got emotional. Like, that's that doesn't happen. And uh, so this one was, let's see. Sorry, I got interrupted by a phone call. So this one, so essentially what the conversation is, is it's about um, rape fetish. And uh, if you've obviously been a victim of any sort of assault, um, maybe this isn't a great one, whatever. Hey, that's not for me to judge, but it's it will absolutely, it talks very much about this woman's rape and how it led to a rape fetish that is extreme, is, is so much more extreme than what I thought was out there. So enjoy the episode. Um, if you'd like to see me do comedy, this is the weirdest transition ever, but if you'd like to see me do comedy, um, I will be at um, the 28th. I'll be at New Hope Cinema Grill, uh, December 28th, and then December 31st, big New Year's Eve show at The Barn in downtown Minneapolis. It's a new venue, big 900 seater. I'm with a country band called Love and Theft. Um, and uh, I'd love to see you guys out there. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Check out Facebook and our Patreon. We got a lot of like new video content and stuff. And uh, we're going to start rolling out a bunch of it now. So we're psyched. Um, and next week's episode is a baller ass episode as well with a crime she was a San Francisco crime beat reporter and dealt with a serial killer and all this shit. It, it, was, it, it was great. So um, looking forward to both of these. Thanks, guys, for listening and enjoy the episode. I'm not even on Snapchat. I know what it is in general. But so you go on there. People pay. Is it just like per time to see something? Okay, or, or, so yeah. what I do is it's fifteen dollars, and that gives you private access to my story. I post on my story. I try to put three plus pictures or videos every day. You pay that fifteen dollars. That's one month subscription. Okay. So when someone subscribes, I take the date of the day that they subscribe. I put a month to it, and that's what I put next to their contact name. So, like, when I go to work and it's like, oh, today, what's the date? It's 4.23. 4.23. So I would go to work and I would look up 5.23 because, or 
You no, know, I would look up the date of the day that it is right now because that's when their subscription would come up. So I search the date that it is right at that day, and then I'm like, oh, okay, so his subscription would pop up today because that's the date that I'm searching. And then I'm like, hey, your subscription's up. Do you want to resubscribe? Okay, so yep. so you have to contact every guy. Yep. I have to do it myself. Oh my God, yeah. That's a lot of work. So that's why whenever they subscribe, I like look at what the date or I put the date that their subscription is going to be up so I can just search that every day so I know like which guys I There has to them. be a better way to do that. Yeah. I mean, I could do could it and like manager? set reminders in my phone, but like I mean, how I'm doing it is working out great for me. Like I haven't missed anyone at all. Cuz so. you're a fucking hot chick. I mean, right. that, yeah, everything that works takes out for a you. Lot. Uh, it does take so a lot. How yeah. many? How many guys then would you say that you have subscribing? I have over two hundred guys that are that. Wow. I have over two hundred people viewing my story right now. Really? I would say, but like, if it's a close friend of mine or if it's a guy or a girl I've been fucking for a long time, I let them view my story for free. But that is maybe like twenty people that I let view my story for free. I have like two hundred plus subscribers. Yeah, Just you're saying. you're for free. Yeah, <laughs> I have like two hundred plus subscribers. For our listeners to like do like a sample, like even if it's like a day or something, to see that, and then maybe they. Okay, but that's why, that. so Whatever. I actually yesterday made an Instagram account where I post teasers where you're not going to see, like, my nipples or anything or my vagina. Well, my it's listeners all don't like... want to see that. They want to see nipples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then they have to pay for it. Yeah. So don't I made the dollar. Instagram. No, fuck that. I'm $15. Just... I know my worth. <laughs> you're worth uh, way more than that. I, I am worth right. way more than that. But, anyway. but if it's on internet You views, just fought for yeah. $15. <laughs> But anyways, yesterday I made an Instagram, so it's where I post all my teasers. It's not going to show any nipples, not going to show any vagina. Like, it's it's teasers to get you to subscribe and pay so you can see the rest of that. Um, I made it yesterday, and I have over 300 followers on it already. So that's doing pretty well. And off of that... No, because wow, I'm so, so hot. Thank you. <laughs> it was that twerking that video. I swear, my ass just ugh, brings in the money. I posted a twerking video this morning, and I gained eight subscribers off that alone. That's fifteen dollars a person. So can you like, clap your ass? Yes. How many? My wife can clap her ass eighty times in one minute. You know, I haven't counted, but my no. caption was "Make it clap." So you can go really? and watch it, and you can count it for me and let me know. I can absolutely can do that right now. We don't have <laughs> I to mean, I can anywhere. pull it up. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Or maybe at the end, it'd be a great um, Patreon <laughs> Do you have parents, or did they die when they saw this? <laughs> no, they really don't talk to me. So. Do they really? No, actually. And, and, and they block me on all social media, so they don't I don't blame them at all smart. for that. And, and at what point do you go from whatever, I guess, quote-unquote normal thought, but like, when were you like, I'm going to make money off of being naked on Snapchat. So I needed some weed one night and I was like, I can't fall asleep one night unless I smoke. And so I was like, some guy was like, hey, have you ever like taken money for your nudes? And I was like, yeah, I totally lied about it. I was like, yeah, it's $5 mm-hmm. a picture, send it. And so he was sent he a me- a pot dealer? No, he wasn't. He okay. sent me $30. He was like, here, send me six nudes. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, I got you. And then I was like, wait a second. I just wow. made $30 off of selling six nudes. Like, I can profit off of this. A guy just wrote that to you, yeah, like, he, unsolicited? Yeah, he sent it to me on PayPal. Huh. Yeah, he was like, Did have you, you ever followed him? Or? No, I had no idea who he was, no and idea how he ever followed how me. How old like, were you at this point? Uh, I mean, this was less than a year ago, so okay. I was 21, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, no, have you ever thought about selling your nudes? I was like, yeah, I do it all the time. He's like, okay, I'll send you, what's your prices? I was like, $5 a picture. He's like, okay, send you $30. There's six pictures. I was like, oh, okay, here you go. And then I sat there as I was smoking my weed that I just bought, and I was like, yo. 
I could actually sell my nudes. And then I actually was scrolling through Facebook and I found a girl and she was like, hey, I'm trying to profit off people selling like their nudes. And so she made this like huge account. It's called Minnesota Tits. Um, and really? she, what she does is, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so every day of the week, there's a <laughs> different girl that? that advertises their premium Snapchat and she has like over 500 followers on it. And so you like take your day of the week and you post your pictures and you post your username. And if people want to pay to see your content, then they then add your personal Snapchat and they pay for your content. So you have 200 users a month paying $15 each. Yep. Is that $3,000 a month? It equates to it must be nice being an attractive white girl in America. Right? <laughs> you don't have to make it racial. Tough. It's honestly all the pierced nipples. Like, for some reason, like, you that's like all nipples? Don't tell me yes. that. And you say you all of them. You can't see them through my shirt. Like, it's more like, than two. No, but, like, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, as soon as a guy finds out that you have pierced nipples, he's like, here, take my money. Like, that's something that I've really noticed from every guy that has subscribed I to disagree. me. Is like, it's a big uh, turn no, I'm on. I'm with you. But, so I would definitely. I had my I nipples like pierced. That doesn't add anything Until I got my boob job. But, like, some. Something like I've noticed, like as soon as they see that I appear in pierced nipples, they're like, bam, sold. Do you really believe that that's why? No, for real. not at all. Okay. <laughs> well, for, <laughs> no, I mean, for not real. at all. I'm, it's I'm definitely my that. ass. Like, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Like, that is my money maker. I took a video of me twerking, and I've made over $600 off that video alone. I'm going to give you 10 I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I just got to, we got to wait for our Patreon thing to kick in. <laughs> no, but, God. uh, <laughs> um, so. I want to go to like you becoming this or doing this like because so you strike me as a white girl who comes from money. Is that accurate? No, not you at all. Not at all? No, I was so broke growing up. Really? Like I was eating ramen noodles and maybe butter noodles every fucking night for a meal. Maybe. I didn't try a vegetable until I was like 13 because we couldn't afford it. I was <laughs> bouncing around in foster homes from the age I was nine until I was 16. What was the vegetable? No. It was broccoli. It was broccoli. Well, it why? Was, so was that buttered? No. <laughs> but it had cheese on it. <laughs> oh, wow. Why were you in foster homes? Oh, my mom's a meth head, and my dad just didn't want to be a part of the equation. Really? Yeah, my mom had me when she was 15, so dad was like, bye. Yeah, well, he was probably 15. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm right, saying, yeah. like, I don't want to raise a child. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> so were, were, were you, in, like, truly, forgive the wording on this, but it's just, it's how I communicate. Were you a slut like in high school? You know, I actually wasn't until I reached I college. That. Yeah, uh -huh. no, I was totally cool throughout high school. I was just like that chick who wanted to go home and get high. Like that was totally me. When I got into college, I was introduced to alcohol mm -hmm. and alcohol was like, hey, spread your legs. And I started fucking everyone I wanted to. That's why um, I started hanging out with alcohol so much when I was in college. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I was like, oh, all the fraternities, they have free alcohol. Okay, I'll go there. Like, Were you, so... <laughs> <laughs> were you so you weren't a slut in college because I'm, I'm i'm thrown off because you really do i mean your vibe is a, a like a very nice girl and yeah. very like i mean for real um you're, you're not you know i've hung out with a lot of strippers and things in my day and you know be <laughs> and um you can usually see like who they are or where they came from. Like, I don't know. It's so, a gross way. Like, I, I don't mean this as a, as a derogatory thing, really. But 
you don't seem that way. But here's the thing for huh? me is there's a strict separa- separation in business and your personal life. So, like, my personal life, I'm a very nice girl. Like, I, I actually wouldn't call myself a nice girl because I'm very cynical. But, I mean, everyone who's around me, I love them. I care for them. I'm not trying to fuck every person that I meet. In fact, I'm trying to make friends out of every guy that I meet because every guy does look at me like I'm just some kind of fucking sex doll for them. Yeah. Um, so I keep a... Uh, Sorry. Uh, very strict separation in my work life and my business life. So it's like if you are on the business side of that, you're never going to get the sexual side of that, the personal side of that. I'm not going to allow you to be friends with me if you're my client first. Like, I don't just go around sleeping with people. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like I said, it's an internet hub. How many people have you slept with? Under 30. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big time. Anyway, I'm so, a big person on repeat offenders. Okay. So if I've already oh. slept with you, I'm going to try and go sleep with you again if I'm craving some dick. How do you... So it, it is a weird thing of being with... Okay, so when I hang out with sex workers, with strippers or whatever, so I'm a, I like making perverted jokes anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I do it all the time. And it's almost easier to make jokes with the women who are not sex workers, you know, because I know that it weirds them out or right so i have this weird thing where like it's more fun for me to hang out with you guys because mm-hmm. i just enjoy it more i love women who understand how gross guys are mm-hmm. and i love it when they're comfortable with what they do and they are like all that stuff but how do you draw the line it's hard to like unpack this exactly but it's like even as a guy as someone who understands this like i know that a stripper doesn't want to have sex with you. I know that you're not really a slut, whatever. And yet, it's when I was 20, hanging out with strippers and stuff, I absolutely thought, like, I mean, sex is no big deal to her. It's no big deal oh, to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's fuck at the, it's 3 a.m., let's fuck, or whatever. Is that a struggle for you as far as, like, friend? Like, how do you trust people, and how do you... Um, you know what I mean? So I, mean, I never a... become friends with my clients. That's a big thing. Okay. Like, if you... But what about guy friends? So, actually, I don't have a lot of guy friends that subscribe to my Snapchat. It's more like guys that I turned down in high school or guys that I have turned down over the years. Um, I only have two really good guy friends that subscribe to my Snapchat, and they actually pay me for it, which is super cool. Support your local sex worker. Don't ask for free shit because I'm still doing a job here. Yeah. Um, and so How like do I you said, feel when it's your guy friend watching, you know, something of you masturbating. I mean, it doesn't bug me because I understand, like, I respect the fact that you understand that I'm not going to sleep with you. And Mm -hmm. if you so choose to watch me do my thing, like, that's on you. Thank you for accepting and not pushing on the fact that I'm not going to sleep with you. But But in the back of their mind, they still think that you're going to sleep with them. That's the whole, that's why they're paying. But but that's, like, a big thing I reiterate when they want to subscribe. I'm like, I just want you to know that, like, this is not me flirting with you. This is not me making an advance on and you. This is not me. You can make a lot more money if you want to say that. That's all. That's all. That's all. Like in good, but like they still think I have an outside shot of fucking this well, girl. Of course, that's the only reason they subscribe. That's all. But they all know me, and they all know that I am very dead set on the fact of when I say something, I say something. No, and, 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 and that, then that may be that may be the fact. But I'm saying like every they guy that subscribes is like 
Yeah. I in my wildest dreams, yeah, I'm gonna br- I'm gonna be the one that. Ends and up that's being cool with me. Like if you wanna whack it, and yeah, think about exactly. Me and let's be real. Like any me. guy that hangs out with this girl wants to fuck her. Right. Thank and you. It's and it's like really nice to be like, hey, I understand that you wanna fuck me. I'm not gonna do that, so we can still be friends. You know, it's right. just it's not. As long as they don't make it weird, it doesn't become, like, a dynamic. It's like a, I'd rather have you in my life in this way than not in my life at all. Hmm. What? Uh, what is... I'm trying to decide if... No. Uh, what... How about you be... I'm, jo- I'm joking. Have you... Stri- so, because you've been a stripper and you've been a, a sugar baby, all that stuff. Have you struggled with that at all? Like, I mean, are there guys where you've... Like, I want to be friends with you, but you keep throwing your cock at me at 2 a.m. and this is yeah 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 of course I mean I mean I know every woman has in some degree but right I mean and I am a type of woman who has or like desires a lot of guy friends because I feel you know more akin with you know dudes most of the time Mm -hmm. um but I do understand that it's really really hard for me to have guy friends um so I really just, you know, if they make me feel uncomfortable, if they are pushy, if they don't get the, the message, if I'm, um, it, it's just that's where I draw the line. I have a lot of guy friends that want to fuck me, and I know that they want to fuck yeah. me, and they know that I know that they want to fuck me, but they don't push it. They don't ask for anything. Yep. Yeah. You know? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I, I would think every... So many relationships that you guys would have would be so tainted, or like see, it'd be so you would, difficult. You would, no, see, for me, it's like you would really be sub- like surprised on how many people actually like respect everything that I'm doing. They don't push my boundaries. They don't send me dick pics. They don't ask to fuck me. Like so, like I mean, I would not be surprised by it. Like I mean, I do understand that. But what when when women make things sexual, and I'm not like it's. It's complex for me, and, and I've hung out with sex workers and people for a long, long time. It's not, like, shocking to me or anything like that for the most part. But that said, when your people are sensitive, like, you can sit with a family and the family's happy, and then you can enter that dinner and go, like, well, boy, he hasn't been taken out the you know, garbage as much as you have. and blah, Like, you know, like, our human whatever, we're fragile. And yeah. if you make things sexual all the time, it's easy to become something different than you are i guess and and maybe i'm more sensitive to it than others or whatever but um i would think you guys would be so sensitive to how men are around you all the time or like judging their see i've just worked very hard to like be at the point where i am where no one approaches me unless i want them to approach me like no like i don't know all my clients are very respectful of what i am and what i want from them and like they don't push that at all and that's been a big thing that's been like wow that's kind of shocker to me that people respect me and what i'm doing and they're not like crossing my lines when i tell them not to cross them but they still do it. They respect the fuck out of me, and that's amazing you, to me. It, it, you oh, can't be that well. Like I feel like you, you not that well adjusted. Like there's still got to be those creepers out there that have. Are okay, like, but I'm like the first person to you shut you the fuck down. Right. Like, yeah, but when you get those, like, what are the people that you have to shut down? Like, who are the people that so, have been uh, so honestly landed? out of all my 200 plus subscribers, I've only had one guy who I've had to like continuously shut down. What um, would you do? 
I mean, he would just, like, look at my story, and he'd be like, hey, can I ask you a question? I'd be like, yeah, and then he would ask me some super hardcore question, like, what would you think right now if I fucked the shit out of your asshole with no lube? And I'm like, dude, don't <laughs> fucking talk to me like that. Like, that is not cool. If you talk to me like that again, I will ban you from this. Like, I will just block you. And, like, he did a couple more times. I actually ended up blocking him, but, like, that's the hurt. only person you I've ever... You want to give him a shout-out? What's me? <laughs> at Taylor Miller 226 I like it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to read, we did we did a sugar baby episode and we read a letter that a guy wrote her who's like it was really gross. Oh so it's God. it was it's like people love it. So yeah. if you have something you want us to read, we'll do it. It'll be fun. I mean, I have a lot of reviews. I'd rather read them. It'd be fun. <laughs> well, yeah, positive ones. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never had fun. a negative review. Never know, in my life have that. I had a negative review. I'm saying what's funny is how fuck it. Like I was blown away that a guy could write that to a woman and think that like. You know, that, that this would turn her on or whatever. So I have a Seeking Arrangements account. It's like where you look for a sugar mm -hmm. daddy. And I had a guy message me the other day. I have it because I smoke cigarettes and mm -hmm. it says I'm a light smoker on it. And this guy messaged me and said, I would be honored to buy all of your cigarettes for you. He's like, for some reason, the fact that you smoke turns me on. And I would be honored to be the person to buy all your cigarettes for you. For the year? I or mean, he, no, he was just going to huh. send me like a monthly allowance. Like, he's like, how many packs of cigarettes do you smoke a month? It must be nice to be a white woman. <laughs> I do just want to say one quick thing. As a fellow sex worker, um, there are a lot of allegations going around with uh, seeking arrangement accounts. Yes, so um, just do your homework, yep. anybody. What are, so, don't okay, what don't are the publicly and... advertise that you are selling your nudes or you are selling sex or you are doing any of that because there's a lot of legality matter. Like they're, everyone's coming at it. Yeah, there's a lot of legislation that's going so through right now um, that is making things extremely difficult. They're trying difficult. to crack down on that just like um, they did with Backpage.com and yeah. no, it's, and stuff. If you have a premium Snapchat, it's really hard to advertise anywhere because I made a Tinder, I made a Meet Me, I made a Craigslist, I made a Backpage, and if you say premium snapchat anywhere like your account is taken down within a day like literally what so what do you do on your snapchat account like i mean like I, like do you I have sex myself. do you okay um so if i'm posting it on my snapchat story it's usually just me touching myself um if you want any partner um videos whether it's with a guy or a girl that you will always have to pay for i'm not just going to post that on my snapchat oh. story um if you are a script or if you are a subscriber you're going to get that content for a more discounted price but if you're not paying for my story you're not going to get it at a cheap price i'm trying to get your story in this podcast I mean, I could probably link it. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, what, what, and and so other than Snapchat, is there anything else that you make? Other, people, other ways you make money off of a couple like, people have asked me about a Patreon account, and I haven't started it yet, but it's something I've been thinking about. Um, at the moment, I only do Snapchat. Um, I have had a couple people ask me about porn, and I would only do porn if it was like a solo masturbation thing. No um, why? I have no interest on in working with a partner. I don't want. What to if it was your boyfriend or girlfriend? Uh, I don't want. I don't like commitment. So okay. So so I feel that. But why would you hard, not do actually? <laughs> What's the, like, why would you not do with somebody else? Like, if it was... So, like, I have random guys that I take and make videos with, but, like, I'm going to take and make videos with you two or three times, and then, bam, on to the next. It's like, I mean, if you're good, you're great. If customers like you, I still want to take videos with you, but it's like they get... 
their enjoyment out of a variety and people like they want to see different right. dicks that i'm sucking they want to and see you don't want it immortalized on the internet right exactly <laughs> hold on exactly. hold on because I, I, th- I think i've lost track of something so so on your snapchat videos you're sucking dick um it depends on what you paid for Okay, so how much would it cost to watch you suck some guy's dick? So it's a $15 a month for, like, my subscription to my daily story, which you have to pay for if you want to purchase any extra content. Okay. Um, once you pay for that, it's 10 to $15 per blowjob video, which they can only be up to one minute long. So you're paying 10 to $15 for a minute of me sucking some dick. Is that what's hot to people? Is that it's... No. No, hang on. That it's the peak. That it's, like... It's only a minute? Yeah. Like, do you think? Like, I mean, is this really popular? No, because I have guys who are like, I want you when your first sucking is dick, when it goes from soft to hard. And yeah. then I have guys who are like, you know what? I want that peak video. Like, I want him coming on your face. I want him coming on your tits. Like, whatever. And then I have those other people who are like, I just want you to, I just want them to come. And then I want their, like, dick to, like, go back down to normal. I want the video of that. Like, people I, ask I for everything. normal. <laughs> Small dick guys. Um, so are you doing like one blowjob, getting all these different shots, and, just and then posting cutting it? No, so clips? it's okay. So I was dating a guy for a long time, and he was totally down to take pictures and videos. So just be like, hey, I'm gonna pull my phone and take videos over the duration of this blowjob. You cool with that? He's like, yeah, I'm well, cool yeah, because he's getting a blowjob. Right. And so normally, what I would actually do is like take a video of the whole blowjob, and then I would like trim it down to like cutting whatever clips, I like needed I for yeah. yeah. What, um, I'm just astonished. So, how much money does a woman like you make a year? Not you. So, I've been doing it for over six months, and I have made over eight grand off of it. Six months, eight grand? Yeah. Over a grand a month, easily. Um, honestly, I I just made, like, a Instagram account for everyone to, like, preview my stuff on. Um, and I made that yesterday, and I have over 300 followers on that account right now. You could be a $2,000 a night prostitute. And that's the highest compliment I could give anyone. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm underwhelmed by that figure. Mm -hmm. Because you're, like, you're an attractive girl. You can get more than that. But, I mean, guys, this is a real discount. (laughs) You want to (laughs) go. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, $15 a month for you to see me naked over, like, three pictures and videos every single day. Like, for the people that come, like, oh, my gosh, for me to make one video, it takes, like, at least 15, 20 minutes. Like, I need to make sure the angles are good. Yeah. I need to make sure I'm getting wet enough. I need to make sure you can hear everything that's going into it. Like, there's so much that goes into it that, like, people do not think about. They're like, oh, you're just masturbating and take a video it's like no i need like there's so many different elements that you have to make sure what's the typical menu of your videos um so when i like come home from work every night and i make my story it's like okay i put on a cute lingerie outfit i take a video of that and then i take a video of me like fingering myself or like fucking myself with a toy and Uh then normally the last video i take because i try to put on three videos a night um the last videos of me coming Uh uh-huh what does that look like (laughs) No. It yeah, depends on the night. <laughs> no. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, it depends on the night and depends on the toy and depends on the partner if there's a partner. Are you bi or are you... Yeah, I'm totally like, bi. Totally bi. Yeah. Like truly totally bi? Like I probably have more girl-on-girl content than I have guy-on-girl content. Are they girls that you like? Are they like butch girls or like No, uh, they're lipstick? beautiful as fuck. Okay. Like look at B. 
<laughs> oh, We're gonna make guys... content. Oh, Are you yeah. really? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Can we do that under the profession confession we, banner? Can we? We'll advertise it, and everyone's paying yeah, for it. Yeah, we will. Absolutely, we will. We should do something. That'd be funny. I mean, especially <laughs> if I can walk through the background <laughs> and wave. <laughs> Just fucking each other. Mm-hmm. Hi. I'll clear it with Mrs. Noah, but I'm sure yeah. it'll be fine. We'll, we'll clear with her after. Yeah. It's better to clear it after. Yeah. yeah. Ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Um. Where? How do you build this? Is it just from? Do like? Do you know women who make? I mean, honestly, I thought you were gonna say that you make ten grand a month or like twenty grand a month. I wish. You um, will. I'm, I, I that's the you. goal. Like when I first started this, I made maybe a hundred dollars a month, and now I'm making over two thousand a month. So I mean, it's all on how hold you on, advert. Hold on. You say your goal was to make a hundred dollars a month. No, I said I started oh. on a hundred dollars a month. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wanted. I was gonna life coach you right at me. <laughs> no. Um. It's all on how you advertise it, really, because like when people initially subscribe, they want to buy a lot of content, but once they see that you post every day, they're like, okay, I'm gonna withhold on my content purchasing, and I'm just gonna pay this resubscription fee. So all of my money comes from people resubscribing. Um, so it's just like how I advertise it. Um, I've made a lot of money connecting with other sex workers and having them like, I have like a video or a picture board that I post and it has like five or six pictures of me and it has my Snapchat code. So they post that so all their Snapchat followers can see it and they can add me and they can subscribe to that. Um, if they don't know if they want to subscribe at the time being, like they can follow my Instagram, which has like teasers, um, and they can um, decide if that is something they want to see more of. Well, for all our listeners, by the way, like I, you should check it out just because you'll know why I'm so disturbed by all this because she's <laughs> such an innocent looking and sh- clean. Like, like I've never wanted to use clean girls before, but <laughs> she's a good clean girl. <laughs> I got good. I mean, girl. my Instagram at Blunts and Boobies three. You can follow me B L U N T S and the letter N boobies number three. Follow me. Yeah, and if you want to ever uh, watch her have sex with me, just go to professionconfession.com. <laughs> I have a drawing of it. <laughs> well, um, we I can make some money on that. As well. <laughs> um, where do you want to go with this? You know, a lot of people ask me, and like, hey, do you want to get into porn? And, like, I would totally be down with getting into porn if it was, like, a solo masturbation stuff. I have no, it's the like, worst intentions. Porn in the world. That is yeah. the worst fucking Okay, porn in the world. but you would be surprised no, as how many people pay for it. No, I know. I know how many like, guys Like, it's do. actually Tons. ridiculous. Like, I've had guys, I'm like, hey, I have some partner contact you on that. They're like, nope, I just want to see you. Have you ever <laughs> seen a guy on it who you would fuck? Yeah. Have you fucked one of your followers before? I haven't, but there's one but guy who to? I really want to. <laughs> Do you want to shout him out? Can you message him right now? His Stop. name's Mac. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna bleep that. I don't want to. <laughs> no, you can say no, it. Okay. How many guys in the world are named Mac? Like, ask him first. Okay. Well, maybe. from now on, he a knows lot. I want to fuck him. Right. He actually told me he'd well, be down to make content you. with me. Your first time doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no no! Hang on, I want to back up to the beginning again. Because I'm 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 interested in how you got to it. So you were a foster mm-hmm. kid. You're so how old were you the first time you did any like sex work essentially? So what's actually really crazy about this is I just started this Snapchat like eight to nine months ago and I didn't even send my first nude picture until maybe a year ago. How old were you the first time you had sex? The first time I had sex? 
I mean, does rape count? Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There there it does go. now. It does, I think. Uh, I, I guess mean, that's if rape counts, it would yeah. be like nine. <laughs> but if it was like my oh, consensual. You were raped at nine years old? I was. My mother was a meth head. My <laughs> meth head tweaker. Well, yeah, yeah, no. She was bringing different guys home every night to like supply for her drugs. It was whatever. Um, some shit happened yeah. when I was really young. Um, I didn't consensually lose my virginity until I was 15, though. And do you so, feel like at that, like when the nine-year-old is that why you kind of? Oh my gosh, it totally works? like it totally like um, what's the word I'm thinking for? Like molded my view on yeah. sex and everything. Because like now I'm into some dark shit, like non like consensual non-consensual sex is like totally like a thing of mine because it's like a way of me coping with what happened to me in the past yeah. a way to like to take control of it yeah so how did you find that that turned you on like i mean was it something that you know like, honestly like, you like a guy about? just got like a little too rough with me one time and i was like i don't like this but i was like wait i think i like this yeah yeah it just kind of happened it was like whoa i I don't like this, but I really like this. Right. And then, so, are you the type of, so, okay, I'm very neurotic, and mm -hmm. I think about things, and, like, I go, I torture myself about my own behavior and thoughts and shit all the time. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing where the first time you enjoy that, do you go home and, like, does it tear you apart thing? Like, why am oh, I turned 100%. on by this fucking thing? I beat the shit out of myself. I'm like, yeah. um, so I actually had a guy, I gave him the key to my house, and I forgot that I gave him the key to it. He didn't come over ever. And I was like, yeah, you can totally come over and fuck me. Literally two and a half months later, he came over in the middle of the night. He put a blindfold around me. He tied me up and he threw me in the trunk of his car. Um, he took me to like this. I live in the middle of nowhere. So he took me to this place like 20 minutes away. And he took me out of the car. He fucked the shit out of me. He left me there and he drove away. And, like, I was like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? But I was like, I think I'm really fucking into that right now. It's like the fact of having my life in danger. I was like, Ooh, okay, I think I might like this. But, it, like, I would have never been into charts. that. Oh. I'm saying, like, oh, but I would have never been into that if I was not raped when I was younger. Because it's the fact that, like, my life was put in fear just as it was put in fear at those, like, young ages. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think I Do really you, like that. Does that... Do, so do you view that as healthy i mean no for real. it's not okay. healthy at all like there's not yeah. one part of me that thinks it's healthy but it's how i cope with it and how i make yeah. myself feel better about it yeah yeah and, 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 and i'm still talking to that judged. guy what do you still talk to he that guy he still has a key to my house oh my gosh of course he does <laughs> one of these days i know i'm just waiting <laughs> like please come abduct me <laughs> wow that's was he doing that because so okay was he doing that because he felt that would turn you on, or is he just a fucking asshole? No, he felt it would turn me on. I he did? Told, so I told him I was into the whole, like, oh, consensual, non-consent. Like, I liked no. the rape fantasies. And he was like, well, how about I take it to the next level? And I was like, okay, if you can take it to the next level, like, good luck with that. And, I mean, he took it to the next level. Wow. Like, I think it went, like, three levels you, above. Yeah, that was Do you rape think, that he got away with. Like, all right. I don't, I don't know how... It's one thing to be turned on by that. Right. And, you know, like, I, you know, I understand that, you know, as uh, a rapist. And <laughs> wait, no. Oh my God. What? So I guess what, what I'm saying is, is, like, that's, I like, okay, I've liked rough sex in my life. I like dirty talk and shit like that. And I've liked pushing it far.
to push it to the point where you drop someone off and like do that is far and and, and I get even building to that or something like that and I I, I get that the, it being unsaid is what's hot and all that stuff is he a good guy he's actually a great guy here's the thing for me it's like, like the dominance the dominance mm-hmm. displays the most in the insecure guys so yeah. like that guy specifically he was a very attractive man but he was very insecure about himself so when he would completely dominate a chick like mm-hmm. it would make him feel more secure more confident in himself um because he was displaying that dominance so i just lost my train of no 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 it's fine um no, it's it, it's just that's kinky sex, all that shit. I mean, that that is fucking extreme. But like, extreme. It, it normally happens for the most insecure guys. Like, I have never had like a guy where I'm like, wow, you're so fucking attractive. Like, yeah. Deliver the type of like kinkiness of sex that I'm into. It's always the very insecure guys because they feel like they need to retaliate in that sexual manner. Sure. Right, they need to compensate. Are yes, they, exactly. Are you turned on by so like? Does that turn you on getting a guy who's not confident or whatever to sort of like become I mean, something kind of, different? Because it's than... kind of a confidence booster for me. If you feel the need to dominate me, then yeah. it's like, okay, I must be something to dominate. Huh. I take that so differently. <laughs> I, You know, I also take it differently. Yeah. I guess I have a little bit different view because the guys that I know that have been insecure and then acted dominant are very easy to dismantle. Ooh. It's not hard, and that's why I am like I am like a brat, you know. Like I am really you. You have to really like ha- know what you're doing and yeah. be like mentally able to handle that because I, you know, I can say something that would could like completely unravel you during in the moment, and unless like what. I mean, I don't know, just like, What's an example oh, yeah, of like that didn't hurt, you know, okay. like anything, just kind of those little, it's usually just the little quips, because unless I'm doing a scene where they want to be humiliated, I don't want to do that, you know, because yeah. I'm just, that would be me being an asshole. But I do like, I find it like kind of the more like quiet, reserved guys, the guys who are absolutely sure of themselves are the ones who have been like, you know, I would like push back and then they would like, you know, slap me in the face and then tie me up and then like leave me there and then come back like two hours later and been like, are you going to do that again? And I'm like, no. <laughs> See, but for me, it's always been like the super insecure guys that are going to do that because this is the only time where they can find themselves being able to take control of a situation. Right. How do you think that they begin to figure out that they can do that, you know? Right. Ooh. That That's what I'm saying is like with, I wouldn't try that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't try that with any girl. <laughs> because as a black guy, oh. that's right. It, w- I feel like <laughs> as a guy, you have to wait for a no. girl to be like, oh, yeah, the, I'm yeah. into How the How do you indicate so to guys? Little, yeah, because, you know, what hints. I mean, so if I, like, I just started talking to this guy. Oh, my God, bless his heart. He's so sweet. But I was like, he, he asked he me to send you? him nudes. One, he asked me to send him nudes one night, and I sent him nudes. And he's like, the things I would do to you. And I was like, what would you do to me? Because I'm into some dirty shit. And he's like, well, what are you into? And I was like, well, like, here's my whole list of things I'm into. Here's like, word knife document, play, bug play, <laughs> like, rape play, Blood whatever. Play. Oh my god, I love blood. Is it like we bleed on each other? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> menstrually? Yeah. 
Is that you, considered you, blood play? Blades, right? Yeah, like, no, I mean, 100%. You, like, Menstruating, you actually, yes. Yeah, no, but knife play, like blood yeah. play, like I don't, can you see my scar that's on my neck? I have real. Is that the one from yes. Dude? <laughs> that's yeah. from Sex Fest? Yeah. Really? From yeah. Swinger Sex Fest? No, and mm-hmm. I have like scars on my hips and stuff from like knife play and it's like if you're fucking me and you're holding a knife to my throat, you tell me to hold that position and if I break that position, I'm going to get cut. Therefore, I have to hold that position because like B said, yeah, like no. I'm a brat. All I want to do is defy everything that you're saying and if you're holding something that is life threatening life threatening to me to my throat i'm not gonna break the position that i'm in because i'm actually scared for my life at this point yeah, do you I cry think- afterward hell yeah i cry during do you yeah like, and I mean, i'm like hey if i'm cry? crying like please don't stop like that means it's working i have a safe <laughs> word for a reason like yeah i'm gonna scream out stop as many times as i can but don't stop until i call the safe word What's your safe word? Coconut, because I'm allergic to coconuts. Okay. So, what is... God. So, what's the most scared that you've ever been during an oh interaction? Oh, my God. The scene that I just told you about where he took me from my house and put me in the trunk of his car and left me... He fucked me in the woods and left me in the woods, like... And when he fucked you in the woods, I mean, I So, he had like a, a blindfold on me that whole time, so I didn't actually even know that it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hold on. You really didn't know it no, was him? No, I, I like really didn't know it was him. I gave him the keys to my house and then this happened like two Whoa. months after I gave him the keys to my house. What? So like I was gen- like I was genuinely scared for my life until you must he have, came back and picked me up. You must have had a seventy five percent chance inkling, but there was doubt. No? I was I was like genuinely like I thought Who else that I did was you think being abducted. No, I like genuinely thought I was being abducted uh, abducted and raped. In the moment, I feel like, like you don't get to be like, I wonder if this is someone I right, know. Right, exactly. What? And like but that's what it, brought no, me no, no, so no. much pleasure is the fact that I had no like I would I actually feared my life. Like it's one thing if you're like, Hey babe, let's role play, I'm gonna pretend to right. rape you yeah. tonight. So this is quite different. But it, like if I actually like <laughs> genuinely right. fear my life, that's where I get the pleasure out of it. Not from the role play where I know that I'm pretending but from the fact that I like this might actually be real like someone might actually be stealing me right now when did you right know now. it was him when he came and picked me back up oh my right how, here. How, wait how long like so this was so he he came to my house picked me up it was like a 15 20 minute drive to wherever we were going I mean I don't have a watch on me so I didn't actually well, know right but I'm talking about like after he <laughs> fucked you in the woods oh he came back and he picked as soon as like the car pulled back up he like came back and he like started like rubbing my head and he like took my blindfold off and aftercare. he like untied my hands yeah aftercare aftercare Important. is a big hold, thing hold oh on. my god hold on so he came back and picked you up. Yes. As far as you're concerned, this could have been a real rape. Oh, 100%. At this point. Yes. Were you... I mean, I, mean really? I was I was literally, like, sitting there, like, shaking. Like, my whole body was, like, shaking. I was like, oh, my God, who's pulling back up right okay. now? Like, who's about to touch right. me? Right. And he takes the blindfold off. I'm like, oh, my God, it was you. And it was just like, I almost orgasm from the sense of release that it was just him. I get like, that part of it. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been raped and kidnapped. Like, oh, thank God, this was consensual. Right, I had right. no idea. But, but what? So, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm just, like... Why, when he came back to pick you up, did you not run and scream and claw his eyes out? If it was I mean, I was, I was already doing that. It's just he knew how to handle me. Hold on. So you, you were truly like, fighting truly for your life. I was terrified, like kicking, screaming, everything I could do. And you, like, were you hitting him with full like blows? Full. I mean, as much as I could yeah. swing my arms around, yes. That is such a brutal, brutal scene to and, think of that. And, and at what point... So when you say, like, when you saw that it was him, and you're, like, relief, like, at, 
what's the fence? Like, if it could have not been him. And so then what's, like, the, when are you on the fence of relief compared to complete terror? I mean, it's as soon as I know. see that person's face and, like, I know who has done what to me. But, but in the moment when you're right. like, I kind of like this. I, and, that, and that's when it goes back to coping with something that happened in my childhood. Okay. So are you worried at all that, because you have a public sex account yep. and whatever, and people hear this, yep. that people would be emboldened? Like, I mean... Honestly, like I, I almost worry yeah. for you to yeah. like to think that someone, you know, would go, ah, she likes getting raped. Like, because there was a point when you're having sex with that guy that I assumed you liked it then. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's such a it's so dangerous. And, 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 it I, is and very dangerous. I do understand. I, you know, in a weird way, I understand the turn on of it. But that's why it's called consensual non-consent. But that guy was not. I consented for you to be non-consensual with me. I gave you the key to my... But you didn't know that. No, but I gave you the key to my place so you can burst in there at any time being and take me. And we've we've had people on the show before where they've said, like, oh, I was raped by a boyfriend. Yeah. But it's it's not like just because you gave but him the key. But it's it's all in how you, you view, it's raped. all in how you view it. So I told him when I gave him that key, I was like, "You have permission to come into my place at me. any time." <laughs> I mean, as no, I, no, I get as it. it sounds, yes, you have permission to rape I'm me. I'm not judging that. Like, like I really am not. I'm right. just saying, like, do you examine, or you know, like maybe this is something. And I I swear I've never been in this position in the show where I'm like <laughs> trying to be like this dessert, but. <laughs> Do you ever consider that maybe this is something that you should work through to to remedy? One hundred percent. But I've tried to go to therapists. Yeah. Like I, I've tried a couple of like I've tried. Maybe you just haven't been raped by the right know? guys. Like if I screwed you with my bad style, like you go like, yeah, this just, isn't hot yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, kind of, like wrapping this all into the package of like what they call edge play. Like the, it's not like regular BDSM where it's like safe, sane, and consensual is Mm -hmm. what's most important. Like in edge play, it's kind of like risk awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to be aware that you could get hurt, you could get cut, you could get like, you know, bad things could happen and you have to say, hey, I'm okay with this. And that's part of it because I think a lot of people like go into BDSM and then be like, hey, this still isn't enough. And then they kind of start doing this other thing stuff and it's just like yes it's risky and that's part of it and And that's the part that turns me on the most about it is like you could actually cut me right now like you could actually like fuck my life up but i'm consenting you to do that so so and i really do understand like the chart i i really do um i'm thinking about (laughs) no i'm sorry it's just (laughs) fun to throw that thing around no 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 no. but but it's I think of people to hear it and you just go like it's it is complex for guys to be around strippers. Yeah. You know what I mean? To of see course. booze and all like boo and then to just go like she likes to get raped. And like oh, he should read that this is like Louis CK has a perfect joke about it and that's why I'm not joking about this cuz it's his is too good already, but it's like that I'm going to rape you on the off chance that she's into it. But it's a I, I, 
Man, that is playing with fire. Okay, but I also like the most. Right. But I also don't release my rape fantasy to every guy that I encounter. It's like if I I trust you, then I'm gonna let you know that I'm into that. Yeah. I trust you enough to do that to me. But like, if it's some guy that I meet on Tinder, I'm not gonna be like, hey, I want you to rape the shit out of me. Right. (laughs) Right. But at the same time, when it's like, and not kind of like the, I don't want to say like victim, but it's like, so you're into like that whole fantasy. But then if do you ever worry about if you were to ever be raped by ever like a random guy and somebody said, like, how would you justify the difference between your boyfriend and actually being and raped actually being raped like, and not knowing about that? it? Yeah. I, I, there would I mean, I wouldn't know the difference. Did you come? Right like, now? I mean, no, 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 I'm saying like <laughs> when the guy did it and you weren't sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then, how did you feel in that moment when you're coming and you don't know? I mean, I felt like, like shit, but like at, could be a at the same head. time, like I loved that I felt like shit. I don't. It's right. fucked up. No, no. Fucked I, up. I get like, yeah. it's actually very easy to understand. You know, it's crossing the wires. It's just right, like exactly. a, you know, I do get that. I, I don't think that's weird even. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I, who has ever took it was, it made me come, and I was like, okay, I think I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird to think of. Uh, I mean, it's such a taboo thing. Everyone's like no, it's so great. anti-rape, and I'm like, hey. Everyone hey. is anti-rape. Well, <laughs> and I think that um, part of the difference is, you know, like, no, you can't really tell the difference in the moment during the scene. Right, but, but afterwards, it, afterwards that it's the aftercare. Yep. It's the, you know, because oh you are so on edge. Like, something traumatic just happened to you, yep. and now it's the guy's or girl's responsibility yep. to make sure you feel safe, bring you back to real life, and... And that's what, and that's what's like different about it. That's right. what it is. Hey. And when said guy who did the whole forest scene, you know, came back to me, um, he took me to go get ice cream afterwards. He like oh, rubbed my guy. butt. I know, right? He like rubbed my <laughs> butt to make sure like my butt was good. You know, he like played with my hair. Like he was well, giving he me like forehead kisses. It was like every. Right. I I mean he yeah he got his rape out, but it was like everything that he like anything that I was like you know what I need this done right now because like I'm shaking like you just came back and like my whole body is clenched up because I don't know what the fuck just happened to me and you're sitting here like rubbing my hair you're rubbing my back yeah. you're like comforting me you're letting me know that like hey it was just me it's okay it's safe like you are you're affecting just kidding. right like JK LOL JK doesn't make it okay it's it really like it doesn't make it okay that, never okay. once did I say that this is okay I have completely admitted that I am fucked this, up yeah you know you no are I totally embracing. embrace it because honestly like you guys would not be surprised how many girls are actually into this like I it, would it's be honestly no. extremely shocking how many girls have been raped and this is how they cope with it yeah, yeah. they turn non or they turn consensual non-consent into like something they like to do just to cope with the fact that they have been raped before yes and and, and I I mean really I do understand I'm on board. I just, I'm, you can see the end of that. You can see where that yep. goes. Yeah, and with rape, yeah, non or consensual non-consent, you can't really see an end. It, you don't really know where it's going to no, stop. No, I can see the end. And it's, it, you know, you know what I mean? It's not a good end. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, you know, it's something that, um, whatever. I've just been down those roads so many times in so many ways, and it's just right. fucking, it's a crash. It, it That doesn't end with a, well, I think I've, I think I've done this completely, and it's a give a high See, five. See, I've yet go. to reach that point. So yeah. When and, I do, I'll let you know. And I get that. <laughs> that's a you know, 
I understand all of For it. me, the whole point of it is, like, I'm actually fearing my life, and that's, like, what really yeah. gets me off. Right. Like, I, so. Like uh, skydivers and people who die. Yeah, no, I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Like, 100%. No, for sure. And, and I have a question. So, with your consensual non-consent, do you ever fear that with, like, for example, in co- collegiate athletics where there's rape or even in professional athletics where it's like rape allegations and people will say like, oh, she asked for it. Do you ever feel like you're contributing to the, like, she asked the girls for who've it. Actually yeah, where yeah. Been yeah, where it's Absolutely. like a false rape um, accusations because she wanted it like that. Yes. Yes. Honestly, that like makes you feel guilty all the time where it's like, oh, like so-and-so raped this girl. But like, like honestly, that's like one of the first things across my mind. I'm like, okay, what if she wanted this at the time and now she's thinking about how she doesn't want it? Like, yeah. that's actually like a number one thing I think about because I worry about how you guys as men are viewed for performing that act on me when I yeah. asked for it initially mm-hmm. and afterwards I didn't agree with it. But I asked for it initially. So like, that's something that I like really feel for men on is the mm-hmm. fact that like I asked for that initially and after it happened, like I didn't agree with it. But, like, I still initiated that. Oh, yeah. And also, for you, like, you can have a rape fetish, but, like, guys can't have a rape fetish. Right. Right. No, it's double standards. 100% double standards. Like, I totally, (laughs) no, 100%. Like, it's definitely double standards. So, is it, I mean, is it, whatever. I don't need a resolution out of this. You've, like, that affected me. B, what do you think? So, as a woman, and you've been raped, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. What? <laughs> wow, yeah, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Just... So, how do you feel hearing this, and wh- what is your take on it? I mean, I feel kind of a little bit different than she does, just because I don't think that there's anything wrong with using sex to reclaim your body after you've been violated in any way. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are um, specific therapists that are um, well-versed in BDSM, abuse, trauma, all these kinds of things, the way that people use it. Um, And it's, it can be very cathartic. And as long as, you know, you are fully aware and you're, you know, as safe as you want to be, um, I don't, yeah, I don't. Do you mean, think there's I mean, a therapist in the world who says that that's healthy? <laughs> I never yeah, once I, I, said it no, was no, healthy. No, 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 I know but that, I, but she's saying. No, I, I will say that, um, I'm not going to say that it's healthy, but I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with it because I don't think that those things are mm. mutually exclusive. I do. Um, I know a lot of people um, that we met at the Swingers Sex mm-hmm. Fest that participate in edge play and consensual non-consent, and they have munchies, yeah. and they have all this stuff. And a lot of them have been doing it for you know, 10, 20, 30 years, and they're fine. No, <laughs> okay. Would you I want just, your daughter to, to be, you know, you know what I mean? I want her to be as comfortable sexually as she can i'm not going to shelter her from anything from any experience um, you really want your daughter to to be like like not, to do I, like, I, I didn't say that i want her well, to but I, I mean she's her own person by the time that she's having sex you know hopefully it's at an age where she can start to make those decisions and i can only inform her as much as i can on you know risk and that type of thing but if it was in the same kind of That's... vein where as a young age she was sexually assaulted. 
Would you not try to say like, hey, you shouldn't be feeling this certain way about that experience and try to like I mean, divert no, her to a more normalized quote no, unquote? No, because I lived it, you know? And yeah. so I know what it's like to have that happen and then have, you know, a, a normal kind of sexual experience and for there to be a lot of disconnect there. You know, where when I started having sex, I really didn't enjoy it. And there was something weird about it because when I had like fantasies, they were not like you know, missionary sex, you know. Yeah. It's just, it wasn't like that. And I knew from the get-go that kind of it had, you know, changed my view on things for better or for worse. Yeah. That is the case. Um, and so I wouldn't want anyone to tell me that what I'm doing is wrong because I'm an adult. Why? I can make my own decisions. But, but like, okay, so just, you know, the lens that I view this through is just like, I do and have done things that are wrong and unhealthy, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. I I aspire for my children to not, you know, do that. Like it, you know, it doesn't make it okay because you like it. Right. And now I do, you know, or mm-hmm. we're, whatever. But it's like, I think that it's dangerous to try to normalize that in a way. I've never been this cons- this conservative in my life. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I do applaud you that you've brought me to this point in some way. And I'm not, um, I don't know why I even brought it to that. I was just curious, you know? And I'm not trying to be, I think I think you guys are both great, and I'm not trying to at all be shitty, but it, it's just, this is what people will think and will ask, and, and I'd, I'd be crazy to sit there and, like, go along with this and act like I think right. it's good for you. I mean, you know? it is very hard to understand. And, like, mm-hmm. I can sit and really, you know, feel for her and her experience because I've had something similar. Yeah. But I, if you haven't had that experience, how would you know what that feels like? You right. know, like, if, but, you know, but, to, to be able to now, you know, take something that crippled you for a long time, yeah. as sexual assault does, and be able to turn it around and say, I am in control of this. You know, this but, happened, but, but she, now I feel... She's not like, in control of it. That's the whole <laughs> no, turn on. No, but even if, even if like, so if like from where you guys have come from, where that's like, you guys have overcome that, and it's where, where I feel like, Gabe, you're saying is like, anybody wants their kids to be like, oh, I want you to have a different experience and a better experience and so you don't you know what i mean so it's like a i want you to have that next step so even if this is normal for me i want you to have maybe a better version of normal than i experienced so like do you have that same even if that's a normal for you where you like that you want them to like something different right. i guess is that and, a, and i didn't question? ever say that it was normal for right. sure no, 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 and no, never no, once in my no, life no, did normal, i want my kids no and normal is definitely a real cool. no and normal is a relative so, term so why is it hard completely. for you to say that is what i'm wondering because because what you said just there is totally i mean to me that's i i do a ton of shit and have done and whatever i do not want my children to do you know what i mean i don't think that's anything and i don't want my children to do it either it's a way that i cope with something that happened to me given bad parenting it would have never happened to me given bad parenting and i'm never going to put my children in that position where it's something that's going to be a possibility to happen to them and even if you are the best parent in the world it happens yeah and and i'm not like you know, yeah. But there is ways to promote healing from that than what my parents did with me. Like I said, like my parents didn't give a fuck about me. My mom was a meth head. Like yeah. I told her I got raped and she didn't believe me. Like it, I mean, it was super fucked up. Yeah. And like I would never put my child in that How'd situation. You tell her? 
Like, I mean, how did that? No, like, I literally told her, I was like, Mom, the guy that came over last night, like, touched me in ways that were not cool. He put his thing that I'm not supposed to talk about. Mm -hmm. He put that in my thing that I'm not supposed to talk about. And she was like, no, I don't believe you. You, That never happened. Like, literally just, like, flat out denied it. There was no discussion of it. It was just said, that never happened. We're never going to talk about this again. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, no, we, we, uh, we're back from a break. We took a break cause I had to go cry in the hallway. It's true. And, he cried. Yep. No, that was very intense and I've never been in that situation. And, uh, I did cry, but it was more of a manly kind of stoic cry. Like a kind of like weeping John. No, 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 not weeping. <laughs> the tears weren't flowing, but they were still like, falling slowly. Like a bald eagle with one solitary tear, like for the state of our nation. That's more what it was like. And because uh, I want to kill your rapist. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what do you, I don't know, like, what do you take from it? Where do you, I don't know, how do you, after we just did that, how do you react you to know, it, I guess? You know, honestly, for me, it's like after the interview, I, there's a lot of girls who feel the same way that I do, but they don't feel open enough, they don't feel comfortable enough to talk about things that have happened to them. So one, I hope, like, I have opened the doors to allow girls to talk about not only what happened to them, but how they cope with everything that's happening, because there's not a lot of girls that are going to be out there and be like, yeah, um, my kink is getting raped because I was raped when I was younger. For sure. No. And it's super, um, it's almost, I don't know, you know, I hate, I don't want to say popular or whatever, but it's very safe to say that you've been raped now to do what you just did and say that, hey, it's also something that turns me on, sort of, that's fucking crazy. I have never met a girl that is into consensual, non-consent role play that hasn't been raped. So I've never met a girl that is into the rape play that hasn't been raped. So for me, like, it's always a coping mechanism because I've never met a girl who likes doing it that hasn't had that traumatic experience before. So if I can open the gates and like allow all these girls who this terrible scenario has happened to and this is how I'm coping with it, this is how they're coping with it as well. If I can open the gates to allow them to talk about that, how they're coping with it, how they're dealing with it, you know, like whatever, like that's a win for me right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, you know, I'll say this as much as uh, there might be aspects that we uh, that we disagree on. <laughs> I certainly don't have the, you know, I haven't been in, been in this situation. I've, you know. Right. I know it's healthy to be able to talk about it. And no one ever gets... The one thing we've seen in the show over and over is how corrosive it is to, to you know, eat that shit up and not, not let it out. So so I think it's, it's great. And uh, so thank you very much. If there's any girl that's been raped, if there's any girl that's like, that feels like she's coping with her fucking whatever traumatic experience happened to her and this is how she's handling it, like, the, this is my, like... I'm putting myself out there for all you girls to reach me. Like, if you don't have someone safe to talk to and you want someone safe to talk to, like, I look at all of my message requests. Like, even if you're not my friend on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, I still get a notification that you message me, and I look at all of that. So if you don't have a safe person to talk to and you just feel like you need someone to lay this all out on, like, I want this to be my, like, me putting myself out there for you to be open to message me because I didn't have someone there for me to talk to and for me to vent about everything and all i strive to be is that person for someone else no how could people uh, 
you know, how could they get a hold of you then? Obviously, um, we'll have links on our site and all that stuff. Right, um, and you can put the link for this. Um, the Instagram I per- would prefer all this promotion to be off of, Blunts and Boobies, B-L-U-N-T-S-N-B-O-O-B-I-E-S, the number three. Um, if you just send me a request on that, like, I'll approve your request, and then I will look at my message request once those follow through, and I will respond to anything that is sent to me because all I want to do is help other people cope I, through. I, what and they're and going I through. find it ironic that you're more of an ass person, but your Instagram is blunts and boobies. Yeah, I know because like if I'm smoking a, a blunt, like if I'm gonna take a video of me smoking a blunt, my boobies are gonna be right here. But yet Location. you're more of an ass. I am more of an ass person. Your There's, the, you know what? There's a lot more videos of me like shaking my ass, doing my ass things than there is of my boobies. But like Which it's just like the blunts and the boobies just go perfectly together. All right. So that was the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, give to the Patreon. You get a free t-shirt. We are going to be putting up a bunch of video content and we're going to have our first, uh, whatever, full video episodes up as well. So check out our social media. Um, if you want to see what case Cassie looks like, then, um, we'll have some video up. So Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you to Brittany um, and Tevin for everything they do on the show. All right. Have a good night.